This is episode 31 of The New Normal. Today, we're going to be talking with returning guest Vince Shirey and his wife, Christina Shirey. They're going to talk to us about their makeover marriage seminar. You're going to want to stay tuned for the whole episode because at the end, there's going to be an exclusive offer for our listeners with a huge discount, which even took Christina by surprise. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the new normal, where we're talking current events, finances, philosophy, preparedness, and more. My name is Sal, and with me as always is my good friend, Quentin. Each week we dive into those various topics and bring you an inspiring person or message to navigate the world with a positive mindset in this new normal. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now, here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to The New Normal, where we talk finances, current events, political, marriage, love, hate, all of it. We have special guests today. We're going to talk to them here in just a second. But first, let me give a little bit of an update. We have not been recording for the last few months uh, for various personal reasons. And currently, my co-host, Quentin, is... Uh, down with COVID again. Um, He's actually been diagnosed with COVID multiple times this month. He and his wife, wife recently had to go to the hospital. So our prayers and our thoughts, Quentin, if you're listening to this episode, uh, miss you, brother. Can't wait to have you back on the show. They are also moving into a new house. So we put the show on hold until they get moved in and we'll be able to get a better recording schedule. But with all that said, I want to welcome our guests, Today, you might remember on our previous episode, episode 30, Turn Your Mess Into Your Message with Vince Shirey. Now we've got Vince and his wife, Christina. We are so happy to talk to them today. We're going to go over their journey into their finances, their marriage, what led them into wanting to become personal trainers, physical trainers, and now we're going to be talking about their makeover marriage training. It's a free webinar. You're going to learn three secrets to creating happiness in your marriage without walking on eggshells. Welcome to the show, Vince and Christina Shirey. Hey, thanks for having us. Sitting here with Vinny Boo Boo. We're excited to be here. We're happy to- Vinny Boo Boo. I love it. Vinny Boo Boo. Yeah, he's my sexy man, one of a kind, love of my life. Oh. I'm definitely one of a kind. So. <laughs> you know that. Let me tell you, I I woke up this morning and he was trying to put something nasty in my mouth. <laughs> it's not what you think. It was definitely something. He was trying to give me some supplements. I'm like, I literally just opened my eyes. What are you doing? <laughs> so he is one of a kind for sure. We're excited. We're one of a kind couple and we love that we're so unique and fun. Awesome. We are definitely going to put a parental warning on this one. We don't know how hot, how steamy this will get, but Christina has already opened us up to uh, me clenching my butt just a little bit with that. (laughs) But thank you guys so much for joining us on The New Normal, where we talk about transitioning your mindset, transitioning your finances, your physical ability, your spiritual ability. And today, obviously, we're going to be talking about transforming your marriage and creating a new normal out of that. Uh, If you've never joined us for a show before, the new normal came out of 
the negative spin of what happened in 2020. 2020 was an awful year for so many people. And so much of the news was using the headline, the new normal, get used to the new normal. These are the things that we're going to have to do. We're going to have to give up some of these luxuries and freedoms and whole host of things that just became quote unquote, the new normal and had this negative connotation. And so when Quentin and I created this podcast, created this show, we wanted to flip that on its head and talk about creating a new normal in a positive light, changing your mindset so that you can look at the world in, in a brand new set of eyes so that your finances can change your marriage. In this case, we'll be talking about that can change the way you relate to other people can change. And that in and of itself can become your new normal. So once again, I want to thank Christina. I want to thank Vince for joining us today. I'm going to turn the conversation over to you to give us a little bit of a rundown how you guys got started. If you did not listen to episode 30, we're going to jump right into it. Um, so if you didn't hear Vince's backstory in his marriage and leading up to the things that he was interested in doing, please go check out episode 30. But Vince, Christina, let the world know who you are and how you got together. Go ahead. <laughs> it's hard having two people because we're like, oh, 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 you go. No, you go. Um, <clears throat> first of all, I love the new normal. Like that name is absolutely so fitting for this time. It's, it's amazing. And it's actually, I love this mission that you're on. It's beautiful and wonderful. And I think it's time that we do experience a new normal. I feel like there's two kinds of people out there. There are people who are living in fear and people who are running to the new prosperity, the new love, the new, like everything that God has for us is like available. And it's time we get the message out. It's time that people do know. I love what you're doing. Your mission is awesome. And we're so thankful that we get to be a part of your show and this mission that you're creating. We are on board. We are here arm in arm with you. Whatever it is that you need, we're, we're so excited to be a part of this. So thank you so much for having us be here. No, thank you. Um, yeah. So I'll let Vince talk. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> so imagine... Imagine, we all know if you're married, you know how difficult marriage can be, right? Uh, so imagine getting, you've been married before, you've gone through divorce, and then you have some kids. So you have the kiddos, two people coming together, and then you try to blend that into a happy marriage. So you got ex-spouses, you have ex-grandparents and current grandparents and new kids in the house and blending stepchildren, if you want to call them that, we just call them our kids. And then you add two brand new kids from a new couple into a relationship and trying to make that work and be harmonious and that whole thing. So imagine trying to bring that together and make it work. And that's why when you look at statistics on second marriages, which Christine and I are both in our second marriage here, uh, the stats of them working out are actually worse than first marriages. And you can understand why, because you combine the problems with a marriage that you can have, and then you throw that into like a, a kettle pot and try to make it work together. And that's kind of what we did in the beginning. We were, uh, we both had a lot of baggage and things that we'd gone through and, and we call them, you might call them nerds that things that little voices that tell us things like I was completely insecure and controlling and Christina had her baggage that she brought with her and some of the same issues like you know, I would go out with a friend and, um, you know, say, hey, I'll be back at one o'clock and it's one o five and my 
my phone's blown up like where are you what are you doing like um i'm still at my friend's house it was not 105 <laughs> it was like 305 and here we go this is this is the dynamic <laughs> for sure the control went both ways we both yeah. had issues with control because we both came from very broken relationships very toxic toxic relationships and we come with you know all our egos and fears and shame and baggage and trauma and we're trying to blend ourselves together into a perfect new relationship and let me tell you like you come with wherever you go like with yourself and so you could have the most perfect person as your partner But if you don't deal with your trauma, your baggage, the shame, the guilt, the fear from your whole life, even back to childhood, you're bringing that stuff into your relationship. And that's really what we're on a mission to do is to help people heal, figure out what the heck is going on inside of you. Because I guarantee you, I don't know what's going on with my voice. I guarantee you that the relationship you're in isn't as broken as you think. It's just that you get to deal with yourself a little bit more. You yeah. get to uncover some of the things that are going on inside of you, inside of your heart, um, inside of your husband's heart. And you get to bring the two messes together. And this is kind of a theme, right? With Vince is you get to bring your messes together and make it a message. And that's what we've done is we've created this beautiful message out of a mess that we both came from. And the beginning of our relationship was certainly not all rainbows and unicorns and butterfly. It was no Disney fairy tale story. It is what it is. It was brokenness, hurt, trauma, and somehow by the grace of God and self-development and coaching and becoming coaches ourselves, uh, we've begun to figure this thing out and we have an incredible relationship now, one where I would just never want to be apart from this man and I couldn't imagine a future without him in it. So, but that wasn't always the case. I was threatening to leave him every other day when we first got together. I'm like, that's it. I'm out of here. I don't need you. You're a mess. I'm a mess. (laughs) It was a mess. Yeah, it was, it was intense in the beginning on a lot of fronts. I mean, obviously the love and passion was there, but at the same time, there was a lot of just insecurity on both sides that we've had to work through. And I was so naive. I think it was like two years into our marriage or maybe a year we're at our, at our church at the time. And they were, you know, wanting like marriage coaches. And I'm like, Oh, we could coach marriage. Yeah, let's do it. And I was like, how naive can I be to think that we could be marriage coaches? Wow. Have, had you like had any experience previous? None. To that? Nope. You none. Just I right just, <laughs> well, we didn't do it because I, I said, Christina was like, no. what are you talking about? <laughs> like, we can't do this right now. <laughs> And not to say there's not a time to jump in blindly and with faith, like, absolutely. Like that is, that's huge. But we were not at the point where we could be coaching anybody because we had for the longest time, like our webinars, you know, talking about having a great marriage without walking on eggshells. The whole first part of our relationship was both of us walking on eggshells because we were afraid to fight. Like I thought fighting with him meant our relationship was over. I had fear about yelling. I had fear about um, 
just fighting in general. And it, it stems back to my father. The first time I ever saw my mom and my dad fight, my dad left. He left our house and, and that's a long story, but that created a belief inside of me that was like, oh my gosh, like you can't fight or your husband's going to walk out on the family. And so I had been walking on eggshells in fear of if we ever had an argument or if we ever fought that, that meant he was going to leave me. And so I don't know what his was, his background was, was, was your father leaving a permanent situation or did he come back? He was in and out of my life. So he left for a year that time and then came back. And then he left again for about another year and then came back. And now my mom and dad are, are together. My mother is the most gracious woman. And I love my father. Like he is a really amazing man. Vince and him have a great relationship. He and I talk like we, we have a great relationship, but you know, we all create trauma in our life from our parents, whether we have the most perfect parents or we don't. So for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I want to go back to one of the things that you were saying, you know, just early on and bringing in some of this baggage. Um, I I almost I think it's a self-explanatory answer or rather I know the answer to the question. But is it is it even possible to enter in any relationship, whether it's your second marriage, your third marriage or, or just your first relationship? Is it truly ever possible to enter a relationship without any baggage or are, are we trying to set up a, a, a society that? You know, we all get therapy before we enter relationships. I think relationships are the perfect mirror for your trauma. So I I think that you can get healed to a certain point before you enter a relationship, but the goal is never perfection, right? Like we don't live in a perfect world. We're never going to be perfect. There's no reality when it comes to perfection. Like that is a facade Um, but what I love about relationships is like your relationship is going to bring up trauma that gets to be revealed to you. So you get to work through it. And, um, so the expectation to come into a relationship completely perfect and have this beautiful harmony from Mm -hmm. the get go is kind of unrealistic. There are people who have less trauma and people who have more trauma, but like I said, perfection never happens. So you get to work through it in your relationship and it brings you closer together. You will create more intimacy in your relationship as you dive deep into the reflection of your trauma and the things that you get to heal in your relationship. What do you guys think it is that brings people into this fantasy that no matter what relationship you're going to be in, that it's just going to start off picture perfect and you're going to end up picture perfect. What, what is it that in, in our society that we have so ingrained ourselves to just believe that when we found that person, that it's just going to always be perfect. And yes, walking on eggshells is just something that ends up fomenting in the background because you, you are bringing some of this trauma, but what do you guys think it is that even though we know some of this, like we know the answer to a lot of these problems, we just choose to ignore them what what is y'all's take on why we continue to not learn from our mistakes not learn from our history learn from our own parents that relationships just aren't perfect yet we go find this new person and we just expect 
honeymoon to last forever. <laughs> I think Christina, I've talked about this in the past. It, it's like ingrained in us from when we we're kids with Disney movies. Like you watch, you know, whatever movie it's like, Oh, he, they get together and they live happily ever after. And then you don't see anything else after that movie, but like after that cartoon and you think from a young age, like, Oh, I'm going to find Prince charming and he's going to come in on my horse and he's going to whisk me away. And we're going to just have, he's going to feed me grapes or she's going to feed me grapes for the rest of my life. And that's just <laughs> clearly not, not reality um, in life. And then I think today and nowadays, when you look at social media, a lot of what you do see on there is going to be the highlight reels. People talk about that, right? I don't see anything wrong with posting highlights and your your great moments and mountaintop experiences, but that's a little bit of a technical glitch. I apologize, folks. Vince, you were talking about mountaintop experiences and Disney movies being some of the issues with how we perceive going into a relationship. Continue. Yeah, and and seeing other people, other couples on social media, and seeing you know, those mountaintop experiences and vacations and out to eat and all that stuff. And you're seeing all the highlight reel type stuff. And I'm not against showing that or looking through that because I love celebrating when people have great things going on. But at the same token, you have to realize that there are other pictures that aren't on there of the waking up in the morning and not feeling like, you know, doing thing, doing something that day, or you had an argument with your spouse the night before um, those things are going to get posted on social media. Typically, I think Christina does a good job of trying to air a little bit of our, you know, dirty laundry, if you will, better than I do. Um, but we like to show like the mess in the kitchen or the mess in the living room, or she'll do a live video and our house is completely in shambles because we're moving to across the country, 2000 miles. And I'm like, oh gosh, I don't know that I would show our house like that, but it gives you perspective into our life and how it's not always you know, a movie set and perfection and all that stuff. Like we're real people. We have real problems. I mean, I would say in the past 11 years of our marriage, we probably had one of our worst arguments probably about, um, I think it was four or five months ago. And it had a lot to do with me and still my getting over my last little bit of control that I was dealing with and struggling with as a guy. Um, and since then, I've gone through additional training to help with that. And it really has helped and Christina could speak more to that. But prior to going through that, you know, I still had that little bit of control left in me that I had to get over. And it like, it was a, a nasty argument, a nasty fight. And, um, but thankfully, you know, I'm married to a woman who, you know, has grace and likewise me on the other side, you know, it was just something that we had to work through. And there'll be things I'm sure we'll work through down the road, but that was like one of the biggest hills that as a husband, that I had to cross. And, and it took me literally about 11 years to cross it. So, you know, it's not like you're going to, you can, some people probably go through things and they're good after a year or two and you, you, you never really arrive. You're always on a journey, but for us, it's been like a decade of just going through ups and downs and, and making it work. And I would really say Sal, that a key, one of the biggest keys that I don't think is said enough is that Christine and I, really, really work on ourselves as individuals. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be the best man, the best husband, the best dad that I can be. And I bring that to the marriage. My expectations on her, um, I try not to place high expectations or any expectations because that's not my job. My job is to be the best version of me that I can be. And likewise, Christina's 
attempting to be the best version of her, the best woman, the best mom, the best um, wife, the best, you know, whatever, the best friend. And that, when you combine those two forces together, I think you're really setting yourself up for success when you're, as individuals, trying to be better. Because, and I'll let Christina tell the story, there was a point probably maybe five, four or five years ago where she would have this expectation list for me of, okay, if you do the dishes, then, you know, I'll be happy tonight. Or if you, you know, vacuum the floor, if you take the kids or if you do that, and she could speak to it better than I could, but I was doing all those things and she still wasn't finding happiness with all my to-do lists being done. And do you want to, do you have any other questions out before I let her talk about that? No, not at all. If, if Christina, you want to give your two cents on some of these false expectations, you know, is, is it this Disney paradox of, you know, showing our kids at a young age, you know, Prince Charming coming in and then we, we always get the happily ever after, but we don't get the, and 10 minutes later, right. <laughs> she got mad. Yeah. Or he got mad. Yeah. Let's not, right. Like I know very emotional guys also, um, I'm just kidding. Not really, but, um, there's, I feel like either way, I love what you were saying, babe, but also, and this is something, right. We can agree to have different opinions on different things. Like you don't have to be in perfect alignment and your husband doesn't have to be on the same exact page as you, or you don't have to be on the same exact page as your husband to have a great marriage. I, I think that, yeah, it's a great thing for both people to be working together on themselves separately and then together. But at the beginning of our marriage, I tell you what, he kept us together, not me. He kept us together. He loved me. He was committed to me. He was um, the one who made this vow, who made a commitment, who was not backing down, who was going to make it work. And I was not working on myself. I was a witch with a capital B. And um and our relationship really had very little to do with what I was doing. It really had everything to do with the man that he was. And so I think that it's great when couples decide to together make decisions to grow together, to grow separately, to do self-development on their own. But I'm here to tell you that one person alone can change the dynamic of your relationship if you're willing to stay committed throughout all the things. And Vince 100% was committed all the way through all my junk, like he was saying. I, I, for some reason, and I don't know where it comes from, but it probably is from all the romance movies and all the Disney stuff. And even the Bible, the two become one and having this expectation of like him completing me. And I have this missing piece inside of my heart that hasn't been fulfilled. And so it must be that it's my husband's job to fill me up. It must be that he has to do all of these things to make me happy. It must be that we have to go on date nights once a week. It must be that he's not helping me around the house. That's why I'm so angry or depressed or frustrated. It must be that he's not doing something that's making me happy. And that's why I'm miserable. And I tell you, uh, like, thank God for his grace. Thank God for Vince, because it's 
only because I have Vince that I really learned the love of God, that I saw God working in human form to love me through all my junk, to love me through all my fears, to say, hey, I'm not going anywhere, even when I was nasty, even when I was frustrating, even when I made him my God, instead of choosing God to be my God and to fill me. It, it's a miracle that we're together because <laughs> I swear any other man would not be able to put up with the junk that I put him through. And so I'm so thankful for his commitment to our relationship. So I, I don't know if you have anything to say on that, babe, but like, that's just what I feel is, yes, I think it's important that two people do do self-development, that they work on themselves alone, but even if, because people use this as an excuse all the time, I'm just outgrowing my husband <laughs> or he's not as spiritual as me. Bull. Like that is bull. That is like, stop it. You are self-righteous. You are just, you think that you're better than him. You're not better than him. Like, stop it. Just stop. Get off your high horse love your spouse, love them where they are, quit judging them for being where you, you think that they should be or that they're not. And like, love them, be committed to them where they are. It's your fault. It's half your fault that the relationship isn't working. So sorry, I, I get passionate. <laughs> no, we love it. Vince, were, were you already doing self-improvement before Christina or was it kind of, you were, you were doing it separately? How, how did that journey end up walking out? Because I know both of you are, are graduates of the Danny Johnson experience going through first steps of success, creating a dynasty, and then other self-improvement, self-development coaching. Uh, take me back to where you were, Vince, that helped you ground the relationship in spite of, you know, using Christina's word, she was being a witch. She was being um, <laughs> manipulative, she controlling, or, or even both of you you know, back and forth, what was it that you would say helped ground you and, and keep that relationship together in spite of all of those negative things? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think it comes down, and at the time, I wouldn't have been able to articulate this, but it came down to my vision for my life. Like vision is so vitally important for everything, whether it's marriage or finances or fitness or being a parent or your business. It comes down to vision, like in, in my vision, and I, I, I'm pretty sure I talked about this last time, is I had a vision that someday that I will stand before our creator, as will you and as will Christine, and I'll give an account for how I treated his daughter. And that vision was just really has been at the forefront of my mind for our entire marriage. I'm not sure why that's so that's been such a strong vision for me, but I do believe that I will stand and I will say you know, who ask, hey, how did you treat my daughter? And I will proudly be able to stand up and say, you can ask her. And I'll, you know, I'll just give account to that, what I said, but like I treated her as you would. Like the, the scripture to me, when I read, when a lot of people quote Ephesians and they talk about marriage and they talk about how the women, the woman is supposed to submit, you know, that's like the one thing that she's supposed to do. All the other stuff is directed towards the husband, like all the responsibility of the marriage and and dying to self and putting your wife first. To me, that sounds way more uh, as, uh, like a higher job description than just, you know, submitted to your husband. Like that's, that's, I don't want to say that's an easy job, but like, 
the responsibility to me falls on me and it, it comes again it just comes down to vision like i was re- i was reading self-development books at the beginning of our marriage I, I i've read i have tons of bookshelves full of books of like leadership and marriage and all that stuff i wasn't attending quote training at the time but i was still reading and self-developing and listening to sermons and all that stuff but if if a guy's listening to this and he only gets one thing from this podcast just know that your marriage um it comes down to your vision for the marriage so no matter what christina did and she's not lying like there was instances where she would throw her phone or my phone or tell me she was leaving and and that that issue really didn't get addressed probably until like six seven years in and i was finally like christina like you can't keep saying that to me like when you say that you don't understand that that really really hurts me when you say like it's almost like you're loving me conditionally like well if you did this i'm i'm i can't be with you like we had a heart-to-heart conversation on that that needed to happen we probably couldn't have had it you know two years in because we weren't ready to have that conversation but our intimacy level went up exponentially and i said look you can't keep saying that like you need to fully commit like love with no strings not that i'm going to go do anything but i just can't i don't want to hear you say you know and i would i if she said it i would hear it and i would get over it but like i just wanted her to know like when you say that that really hurts me and she accepted that and changed her tone on that but again vision my vision for my marriage was at the forefront and knowing that i will stand before our creator and give an account to how i treat her because that's how i see her i see her first as god's daughter like before she's my wife, before she's anything else, she's his daughter first. And having a daughter myself, I can only imagine like if someone treats my daughter poorly, I'd be like, uh, you don't get to date my daughter no more or you, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I would be super protective over my little girl. And I think, you know, I think God has a lot of the same traits we do. We're made in his image. So I have a feeling that he has a lot of the same instances uh, for his daughters as well and his sons too. But Vision was key, Sal. I mean, having the vision to stand before him and and take care of my wife. And I just, I, I joke with her. I'm like, I don't know what it is. And I've prayed for it. Like I have this unique grace for her that I just love her crazily. And I, I can't necessarily always put that into words, but I just think she's amazing and she's special when she's one of a kind. And I encourage her even when she's feeling down. And like, I just think that she's amazing. And that's just something that's been ingrained in my mind body and soul that she's incredible um and that's like i don't know if that's god given or something because i prayed for it he's granted that wish but i just see her as like this incredible woman and mother and i watch her with our kids and um we i don't know she's just unique and and i think we share that about each other we just think each other are amazing and and it helps a marriage when you really like your spouse not just love them but actually really like them like you know when i'm driving by myself i'm like oh i wish christina was here to see this or whatever the case might be we enjoy sharing those instances together like we really really like each other's company um for whatever reason and i think it's just i don't know it's just god given and i think you can anyone can have that too um you know it's it just takes time and intimacy and yeah tough conversations which we've had and um, we did it on the last podcast, like our intimate conversation. Apologies, guys. We we are having technical difficulties with the storm here. So, Christina, you were you were adding on to Vincent's statement. How I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I was about to say. No, well, we were talking about why we're doing the training. And oh, why. yeah, yeah. Well, one of the one of the scenarios yes, that came so- to mind when when Christina was talking was 
uh, the movie Courageous. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it or not, but there the the way you were describing it and the the fact that Vince was still and, and Vince, you had this vision for your marriage, and and I love what you said about treating your wife as as God's daughter. I think you said that in our last podcast as well. Um, and having an account for that. But Christina, you were also saying that it was because of his vision and his commitment to stick with you in spite of all of these negative things and, and attitudes that were happening. And it could have been vice versa if one of you had stayed in and, and fought for it. Um, there was an aspect to the movie Courageous where the husband was trying and trying and trying and the wife was just not having it. Um, was that similar to the situation that you guys were having where Vince, you were trying and trying and trying and Christina wasn't having it. And there was, you know, that frustration and you had to have that breaking moment. I feel like, like we both wanted to be together. Um, but I was so afraid I was so afraid and I can get emotional. So for all of you analyzers who are non-emotional, I apologize. Um, but I was so afraid to be loved. I was so afraid to receive love um, that it literally paralyzed me from accepting anything good that he would do for me. And so I wouldn't say that it was lack of commitment on my end. It was literally, it came down bottom line, fear of being loved and being abandoned wow. that paralyzed me to my core. And it caused me to act out. It caused me to um, be a witch with a capital B. It caused me to just act in ways that, is not true to my real nature, the way God made me to be, which is full of love, full of passion, full of freedom. I could not be that way because of fear that got in my way. And it literally just caused me to be terrible. Um, and I know that there are people out there who are listening to this right now, who are acting in ways that are not like, they're like, this isn't me. I don't understand why I'm acting like this. I don't get why I'm, why I'm doing this. I don't understand why I'm saying these things or why I want to leave. It's like, literally, you want to escape the love so bad because you don't know how to receive it because you are afraid so badly that he is going to leave you or abandon you. And I I'm imagine... here to tell you, Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I imagine that through your training and through your own self-discovery, self, self-development training, and, and just praying and having a relationship with God, you were able to understand what that meant. But could you, could you help me understand what that means to you? And it might mean something different to other people, but what does that mean from your perspective to be afraid to be loved or having the inability to receive that love? Because I, 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 think people want to be loved. So explain to me what was holding you back in receiving that love. I 
so badly wanted to be loved. And so I was looking, that's why I was like, Hey, if you love me, you'll do this. If you love me, you do that. If you love me, mm. you know, all these conditions. Yeah. You right? had expectations was, that were not being met. And <laughs> that was the conditional of, of what you felt love was like that you right, got your way. The, right. And the whole time he was loving me, um, but I was setting him up for failure. I was literally unconsciously because listen, we all operate out of like 90% of our subconscious mind. We do things that we don't realize we're doing that are setting us up for failure to prove ourselves right, to prove ourselves right of I'm unlovable. So putting these expectations on my husband of if you do this, if you do that, if you do this, if you do that, setting him up to be a perfect God for me was setting him up for failure to prove to myself that I am unlovable, that I'm not worthy to be fully and completely loved. And to find fault in him was proving to myself that I was unworthy. And so I had these deep wounds and, and we all do some deeper than others. But for me, um, just fear of abandonment and, and religion and perfection, like all of these things built up inside of my heart, proving to myself time and time again, that I was unworthy, that I was unlovable, that I wasn't good enough, um, made me put these expectations on Vince. And it was a reflection of how I was treating myself. And I remember I was in the kitchen and I was doing dishes and play in my head. I'm like, you're not doing this right. You're never going to get all these dishes done. Um, like just being really hard on myself. And God spoke to me so clearly and said, you don't love yourself. That's why you don't love your husband. And it was literally like God hit me in the head with a baseball bat and literally everything shifted from that moment. And, and that's when I started getting into self-development. That's when I started searching for like, how can I fix this piece in me that is causing chaos in my whole life? Like I was not only being hard on him, I was being hard on myself. I was being hard on my kids. I was being hard on everybody around me. I had expectations for everybody around me. And it was because I had such high expectations on myself to be perfect and I was missing the mark and I hated myself and I couldn't give myself grace. So I couldn't give anybody else grace. And Vince, from, from your perspective, trying to give that love to someone who at the time was incapable or incapable of, of receiving it, what, what was that doing for your vision? Did it just make you push harder or did it make you look outside of the marriage in terms of training and you know, looking towards the Bible, looking for examples of how to help your significant other receive the love that you're so desperately trying to give her? I just kept going. So I'm pretty relentless. And I, I wouldn't say I was trying harder or looking outside. I just believed that it would work out for the good of our marriage. Like I knew you know, whether it took a year or six months or two years or three years, like this thing's going to work out. She's going to get it. We're going to have this incredible marriage. Um, I just believe that to be the case. And I prove myself right. And those types of things, that's how my mind works. So our minds work a little bit different to the degree of 
as I'm looking for ways to prove myself right in a positive manner. Um, and I don't do that all the time, 100% of the time, but that's just, we're wired so differently in our mindsets. And that's why I think we're such an amazing team. Um, and just because of how we think through things, like I'm like, oh no, the, our marriage is fine. We're going to get this. She's going to get it. We're going to get it. It's going to be great. And that's going to be just my narrative in my head. And that keeps me moving forward. So as far as her, like trying to figure out how to help, help her accept love or anything, I really wasn't looking into that. I just believe that she was going to get it and figure it out. And I'm just going to continue to love her unconditionally, which is our job as a spouse anyway. And I wasn't, you know, getting discouraged or thinking, well, you're just not getting coming along and I'm better than you. Like Christina talked about, I just, my mind doesn't go there with her um, in that regard. Like, I just believe she'll get it and everything will be great. And, and it has been, my narrative has been proven, has been proved right time and time again um, on her, our success in marriage and her as a wife and as a mother and all that stuff. So it's consistency. Like it's really, really showing up every day as an amazing husband um, and loving your spouse right where they're at. And that's what our call is. I mean, that's what, isn't that in Corinthians, loving someone right where they're at? Like we're called to do that. So that's just what I did. And um, it's worked out. It's just taken some time, <laughs> but it's well worth, it's well worth the effort. That's the thing. Like when your marriage is running like uh, at the peaks and like you're running and everything's going smoothly nothing beats a successful marriage in my opinion. Like really, I, I sincerely mean that like when marriage is good and I talk about this in our opt-in video, like the food tastes good, the, the sun's brighter, the sky's bluer, like life is just a better picture when marriage is really good. You can't wait to talk to your spouse about your day or things that you're doing. And then conversely, and I've lived this too in a previous marriage when marriage isn't good, life is really difficult. Like it's, you don't, you don't do as well at, at work, like you struggle at work because you're worried about your spouse or like, you know, you're worried about finances or money or your spouse cheating or like her. And it just makes life difficult when marriage isn't good. So like to me, if you're married and you're committed, why would you not want to have the best marriage that you can have? Like that's right. just some of the questions that I, I would even ask Christina early on in marriage. And I would say, hey, why do you want to waste a day? That's one of the things that she, she could even talk about. Like, that's one of my key, like little slogans or phrases in life. Like, don't waste a day. Like, there's no sense in waking up and just wasting the day because you have a bad attitude. Like, you can change your attitude if you choose to. Like, you know, I, I give myself like two days a year when I can have a bad attitude. And that's about it. But like, I, you can shift, like you really can shift your thinking and shift your mindset and shift your attitude and have a good day. And I don't want to waste a day. Like I'm coming up to 40 years old this year and life seems like it's going faster and faster and faster and I'm not getting any younger. So it's like, gosh, like I'm not wasting my life. I'm not wasting my marriage. I'm not wasting spending time with my kids. I mean, we're kind of crazy in what we've done and quitting the job and moving across the country and doing what we're doing. Because you only get to live once. Like, uh, this is a new normal. The new normal for us is crazy decisions and faith and believing God and going to new lands. And you can quote whatever scripture you want, but it, it's just when marriage is good, you can do things like this. You can move across the country and your spouse is behind you and you're supporting one another and you can make this amazing life. But there's no way, like, had our marriage been like tough or on the rocks, I would have. I wouldn't have quit my job. I wouldn't have had that support. I wouldn't have moved to Boise, Idaho from Columbus because we wouldn't have been able to do that because our marriage is too 
up and down. Like you can't live out those crazy vision and crazy ideas if marriage is struggling. And maybe you agree or disagree with that, but that's just my perspective on marriage. And like, we can live this crazy life because we love each other so much and we have a good marriage. I think it's amazing that so much of marriage counseling, physical training, spiritual training, personal development, it all stems from that keyword that you brought out just a second ago, which was the consistency and showing up. You know, you can't expect, and you as a physical trainer, you can't expect someone to walk into the gym the first day and deadlift, you know, 300, 400 pounds when they've never touched weights in their life. It's that progression right. and showing up every single day. Um, so I love the fact that you brought that into, you know, marriage. You have to show up every single day. You can't sit on your hands and just say, well, God changed that person because I'm not doing anything. Christina, can you talk to a little bit about, you know, during that, during that process of Vince changing jobs and, and shifting, what was that doing to you? Were, were you already at a place where you were ready to accept these big, bold changes in, in Vince's life um, and how it would affect your family? So here's the deal. Like we could talk about how crazy I was for our whole relationship, but the truth is I've always been supportive of everything that he has wanted to do. If it's been a YouTube channel, if it's been moving across the country, if it's been getting promoted, if it's been buying camera equipment, if it's been, um, leadership in church, no matter what it's been is that is just something that God has gifted me with has been crazy support for him without expectation of anything ever working out. I don't care. Like I'm not attached to the outcome of whatever his endeavor is, whatever he wants to do. Like if it works out awesome, that's great. But if it doesn't, guess what? Like we're still together. We still have our family. We're in love. We're connected. We're committed. Like we have us. And that's the most important thing to me. Like everything else will come and go. And that's the truth. Everything else around us is temporary. Um, We get to spend eternity with each other forever. And that's just been my way of thinking is, yeah, I've been an emotional, crazy mess. However, when it comes to supporting my husband, there has never been a time where I'm like, no, or that's not a good idea, or um, I can't get behind you on that. And so I think that that's one of the biggest things that probably has helped him stay so committed is (laughs) my commitment to support him has been, you know, a hundred percent. Like there's no doubt in my mind that the support of a wife or a woman behind their man can really cause them to rise or fall. And my attitude towards him is like, babe, you can do anything. And even if it doesn't work out, Hey, I'm still here for the ride. Yeah. How do you think feminism has, huge. how do you think feminism has played a role in that? And, and when I use feminism, I, I, I want to lean very heavily on the more third, fourth wave feminism that we are starting to see now in in the quote unquote woke culture of, you know, we don't even know what gender identities, you know, some people are, are, you know, coming from. Um, But from a, from a feminist standpoint of, we don't need a man, we don't even need a man to procreate. How do you, how do you even tap into that person's psychology to maybe pull them out of that thinking of, I don't need a man, men suck, 
my father was terrible. Therefore we're all men are terrible. My husband's terrible. I don't, I just, I don't need a man. What do you, what do you say to a woman who's in that situation? So I'm probably not going to give you the answer that you think that I should. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, you know what? Like, no, I don't need a man, but I choose to have one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't really speak on all of that because I don't fully understand the depths of, of their thinking. And I don't even want to say, you know, that I can't even pretend to know what somebody in that space has gone through, the trauma that they've dealt with. You know, there are generational curses that are on people's family lines of men that have been horrible to families of, you know, all kinds of things. So I can't pretend to be in the position of somebody who has that outlook on life of like, I don't need a man. I'll never need a man. Men suck. All men suck. I don't believe that they do. And I think that just a simple shift would be like, is there one man that you know who is dependable? Is there like like your brother or a friend or somebody that you could look the at mailman. who can help? Yeah, like anybody. <laughs> the mailman shows up every day. You can depend on him, you know? But I think that we do have this false belief in relationship or in marriage that you do need each other. And you don't need each other. You don't. Women are proving it every day. They don't need a man. So you don't need a husband. You don't need a man. However, I choose to have a man in my life. I choose to want to have him in my life. I choose to honor him. I choose to respect him. I choose to love him. And it does bring a fullness to my life. It does bring companionship. It does bring fun. It does bring a dynamic that you can't have without a man in your life. And men are wonderful. They are strong. They, they have shoulders that I don't have personally. Hey, maybe there are some women with bigger balls out there than men. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't have that. And so I'm really glad that I have a man who has wide, broad shoulders who can carry the weight of things that I just wasn't created to carry and to bear. And I'm thankful that we have a partnership where it really is like, I know where his strengths lie and I know where my strengths are not. <laughs> and I know where my strengths are and where his weaknesses are. And we get to play this game of like figuring out how we can dance together and create the most meaningful, beautiful life together. Um, so I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I think it's just super easy to reduce people down to that caricature of, you know, the extreme blue haired, crazy feminist who's screaming, I hate mm -hmm. men. It's very easy to reduce people down to just these buzzwords and keywords. So I know I, I appreciate your thoughtful answer on that. Vince, do you have anything to add to that in terms of the men's perspective of, you know, dealing with someone who might have that situation yeah. or even for the man who might be dealing with that? Yeah, she was answering. Um, I didn't know what she was going to say, to be honest with you. I don't ever know what she's going to say. <laughs> so, but life it, on the wild it, side. Yeah. As she answered, I immediately went back to the garden. So think about the beginning in the Garden of Eden. And what did God offer? He offers us choice. Like we had a choice to not eat the fruit or to eat the fruit. 
Like we got to choose what we wanted to do. We get to choose him. And I would rather, like, I like to be chosen than needed, if that makes sense. And don't hear what I'm not saying. But the fact that she chooses me over all the other men on the world means more to me than like, I need you. Like, I need you to do like that. I don't, I'm not interested in that. I'm more interested in being chosen. Like I choose to worship our God and Jesus. That's a choice. Like he doesn't make us do that. Like, I don't make Christina love me. In fact, we've had instances and we won't get into this on this podcast, but like when we would have issues with like intimacy or sex and it's like, you know, I really need this right now. And she'd give it to me and she didn't really want to. I'm like, no, I'm not interested. If you're not interested in having sex and forget it, like, unless you want to, then, then it's amazing and it's incredible. But if it's like, you're just meeting my quote need, like men have their needs, like you hear that a lot. I'm not interested in you meeting my need. I want to, I want someone who loves me and wants to get passionate and have some amazing time yeah. and just meet my need. So that's a different, I know it's a different, just think about that a little bit, listeners, on the difference of being needed and being chosen and wanted. And even in the sex life, how much better it is when like you're both wanting to than when it's like you're just meeting my need. Like, no, thanks. Don't meet my need. I'd rather not. So I know it's a different topic for another day, but just food for thought. For sure. So when we're talking about your journey that's led you to where you are, you've gone, both of you have gone through self-development and you've worked together in this vision, in this journey to get to where you are today. What was the, what was the aha moment? What was that pivotal moment that both of you looked at each other and said, make over marriage? Good question. Yeah. I think that it's, it's funny because we have gone back and forth for so long, like he was all about marriage coaching and I wasn't on board. And then I was all about it and he wasn't on board. And then he was, and it literally was like this teeter totter thing where he was excited about it. And then I was excited about it and we could never get on the same page. And then he went through this leadership program. We both went through this leadership program. That's absolutely amazing. If you want to know more about it, contact us. We'll tell you all about it. It's really intense leadership um, for yourself, how you get to lead your own life. Um, But anyway, so we go through this leadership program. I went first, then he went. And as he was going through it, we looked at each other and we're like, all right, this is it. Like we get to focus on marriages. Like we have something to offer that nobody else does. I don't know any marriage coaches that do it as a couple. I know women who coach and I know men who coach, but I don't know anybody who does it together as a couple on the level that we are about to dive into this thing with anybody who wants to do this. Like we have something very unique, very special that nobody else has to offer. And so we're really excited to be on the final, finally on the same page together, knowing that this is something we must do. It's almost like, and there, and not to say we don't get emotional and there's times where I'm like, cause I am such a very emotional person. And sometimes it's a blessing and a curse. And I'm like, God, take this away from me. Sometimes I do have moments where I'm like, "Ah, I don't know if this is something we should do, but God quickly reminds me, no, this is your mission. This is what you must do. This is something you can help people with. This is something that you've overcome and myself, especially because of like you heard our story. It's pretty much me being a mess the most of the time. And 
it is something that I have overcome in so many deep and crazy ways that I have to share the answer to why our marriage is working now. Why is it so passionate now? Why is it working so well? Why can we dance so well together? Why can we be committed to each other? Why can we create passion at the drop of a hat? Why can we pick up our everything and move across the country with no, we didn't fight. People talk about like building houses causes so many people to fight. Like we didn't fight about that. Like people talk about moving across the country. All these transitions cause marriages to fall apart. Like you see what you're made of in those moments. We are made of solid foundation and we get to share this solid yeah. foundation with anybody and everybody who is willing to take the steps to move forward into in their relationship, who are tired of living the old normal, but are ready to walk into the new normal, who are ready to step up and do something great in their relationship to create a new legacy for families for the future. We have broken families everywhere, left and right. It is causing chaos and torment in the minds and hearts of children. We get to bring freedom and create a new thing for people. Like now's the time. The time is now. If not now, then when? How much longer are people going to wait to get their relationship right? How much longer do people want to wait to be walking on eggshells, to be frustrated every day, to be threatening divorce every other day, to wait until the kids are older to just separate so that they don't cause trauma? Guess what? You're still going to cause trauma. It doesn't matter. You're going to hurt your kids even if you wait till they're older. So why not work on it now? Why not start now? Why not be passionate now? Why not live in fun and abundance and joy and happiness and excitement and passion and fire and heat and all the things that God created you to live this way in your relationship? The time is now. I don't know why people are waiting for someday then, someday when, right. when your life is literally right now and you're waiting, you're waiting, stop waiting right now. I'm sorry. I, this gets me fired up because God has set us on a mission and we're ready. We are so ready and it's time. Yep. Yeah. I think people like to wait until that that pivotal rock bottom that proverbial rock bottom moment and that's usually and it, and it doesn't always work out this way but that tends to be usually when it's too late and you're you're trying to nip that in the bud vince what was what was your aha moment of looking at christina and saying we're in line we're we're in sync i want it you want it make over marriage let's go yeah, it's similar to what Christina said. I mean, we've done other trainings together, not necessarily in marriage. And we've just really hit it out of the park when we team up together. Like individually, we've done well with coaching. Christina coaches women. I coach men and women on fitness. And we do well individually. But when we've tag teamed, like whether it's teaching kids or adults or marriage small groups that we've done through church or whatever the case is, we've just really hit home runs uh, with those groups and with those teachings. And people have always said, man, you guys are just a dynamic, perfect team together when you come together and teach um, because there's just a good yin and yang, you know, with our, uh, our combination of energy. Yeah, balance. And it was just like, it was just, it had to be now. So it just, it was just now, 
Like it was like enough, enough is enough, enough with the individual coaching. Like we're going to, those will continue, but we have to do this together Um, simply because too. And I think it had to do with some of the marriages we've watched, you know, just lately that have kind of gone to the wayside. And I'm like, how did you not make it? Like what is going on in this Mm -hmm. world with marriages and whether they're on famous people on social media or, or people that we're aware of, or that we know, like, marriages are really under attack right now. And I really believe that to be true, whether that's political or spiritual or all the above, like marriage is God's way. Like God created marriage and family. Like that's the dynamic that needs to be improved, period. Like that's God's order, like marriage, husband, wife, kids, like living in that, that unity and that community is God's way. I mean, God is a three and three and one Trinity. I mean, that's the way he created community to be. So like, Marriage is so key and marriage is holds the keys to, you know, our kids and them growing up and, and continuing the legacy of, of the United States of America. But to me, some of the degradation and downfall of our country has a lot to do with the, the kind of the, the tossing of marriage to the, to the wayside. And we're here to stand up and fight against that and, and bring marriages back and families back. And, and it starts with the husband and the wife, and that's where we're going to focus. And it's almost like, Christina talked about it's an obligation that we feel now to do it. It's not like, oh, let's just do this thing. This is cool. Like, no, like we have, to, we have to have to do this. So, not working isn't an option. This is going to work. We're excited about it. We know it's going to be successful because it's God's way. Um, it's His timing, and everybody, people want to have great marriages. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't. So it's just, it's an expectation. Right. It's it's a it's like we're we feel almost required to do it, if you will. Like we're doing you and any listener on this a disservice if we don't do this marriage course. Yeah. Like it has to happen. It's like, almost it like Jonah happen. not answering his call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the and the tribulation that happened. Right. And that's how it has been. It's been like, no, no, I don't want to do it. And God brings us back right. every single time. It's like, actually, yeah, you are. Actually, you are. So, and Christina's right. Like there, we've looked through our quote, you know, competition, if you will, and who's out there. And it's, there's not, not that we found anyway, like uh, couples that are doing it together. I'm sure they are out there and we just don't know of them. But when you, when we've searched, it's like one guy, that's the main guy or one woman, that's the main person. And now you're getting a perspective of a husband and a wife together yeah. and we're actually working together and making it work like that even, seems ironic when you think about right. it like a marriage counseling that's being done by a singular person is like well how's your marriage it's like having a financial yeah. coach who's broke right yeah it's the funniest thing sal i see so many relationship coaches that aren't even in a relationship <laughs> or intimacy coaches that don't have any intimacy in your life. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Like you better watch, you better look, you better pay attention to who you're following. Yeah. You have to, because you're taking advice from people who don't know what the heck they're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, for sure. <laughs> for who, real. Who is your ideal person to show up to your to your makeover marriage is this is this the husband who's looking to to fix himself is it just the wife who's looking to fix themselves and and their relationship or are you truly wanting couples and only couples to show up to this i think that we want we want anybody who's willing to put their ego aside and decide okay i get to 
be the one who's going to create change in our relationship. But we would love, like, we want to create power couples like us. We would love to work with couples who are both on the self-development journey, but just still haven't been able to figure out what that missing piece is, who are still like, okay, I've been working on me. She's been working on her. Like, how do we bring it together and create this beautiful, beautiful harmony together how do we create this dance how do we create this love and fulfillment together instead of having you know the separateness right so um we're open to working with anybody who's willing to work on themselves and I think that where we are like fire is boom like relationships together like we want to create the power couple So if you are that power couple and you know, like, I feel like people, it's like money. Like, you know, when you're going to be a millionaire, you have that knowing, you know, when you're supposed to have a good relationship, you have that knowing, and you know, when you're called to it, you know, when you're supposed to be an entrepreneur, you have that calling, right? Like we all are called to these things. If you have that knowing that you are going to be a power couple, like let's get started let's take this journey together right now. You have Mm -hmm. that knowing, let's start taking the steps. Yep. Vince, in our previous episode where you were talking about your financial freedom and your financial journey, you gifted us with your top pick at the moment um, in your crypto watch list of of what to buy. If if you had a hundred dollars, if you had a thousand dollars right this minute, this would be the thing that you would you would go out and do. So if you're interested in that, go back and watch uh, or listen to episode uh, 30. But for this audience, for this particular episode, you've got three secrets to creating a happiness in your marriage without walking on eggshells. Can you give our listeners a taste, not, not necessarily the secret, but can you give us a taste into one of those secrets might be? I think you said, Vince, don't point at me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone can answer. This is, this is a couple's uh, marriage uh, seminar. So both of you can answer. One of you can answer. (laughs) Listen, I think it's been this whole podcast. Like there's been the underlying secrets to all the things that we've been talking about, right? Expectations. It's been expectations. communication it's been fear of intimacy listen we've given so many nuggets you should go back and listen to this podcast 800 times and get a good foundation um all of these things we were talking about in the webinar all of these things we're going deeper we're diving way deeper in our course and helping you to create the things that we're talking about not just sharing our story but giving you step-by-step practical tools so that you can create the relationship that we're talking about. Listen, if we could do it, you heard what a mess I was. You heard how controlling he was. (laughs) Like (laughs) if we can do it, then anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. And so Christina, Vince, I I gotta, I gotta be that guy. I gotta be that person that says, I've tried every diet under the sun and I'm still fat and lazy. I've tried every financial coach and I'm still broke and tired. I've gone to this mm-hmm. marriage seminar and I've gone to this marriage counselor and we've get, we've been to our pastor and you know he sat us down and our, our marriage is still broken. Christina and Vince, what's what's it going to take? Why why is it not working? What are you guys going to offer me 
to help me in my marriage. It's crumbling. It's, it's in pieces, or maybe it's, it's just fine. And I want to take it to the next level. What's going to set you guys apart in the, in the makeover marriage, then just going to go see my pastor and hopefully he fixes it. Listen, I love pastors, but there are so, so many pastors that are operating with lack of knowledge. They use the Bible as weapons. They use it for holding people down. We're here to bring freedom in your relationship. This isn't something that's just going to hold you back and make you have to deny yourself over and over and over again. This actually is a program that's going to be able to set you free to live the life that you were created to live. This isn't another program where they're like, well, you need to listen to the love languages and do what your husband needs you to do. Like, I'm sorry, the love languages is a great book. Sure, it's fine. And there's more for your life than that. So you could have tried every diet program, every financial program. You could try every marriage relationship program. Are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to do what it takes? Are you willing to set your ego aside? Are you willing to dig deep enough to find out why? why you actually have been trying all of these things and they're not working. Like what belief are you holding in your heart? That's actually causing you to sabotage your results. Let's go there. Let's figure that out so that you can actually create real change because you could read every book. You can do every program. You could do every diet. You could do everything that you that's available on this planet. But if you have an underlying belief that nothing works for you, then nothing is going to work for you. So let's get to that. Let's get to the root. Let's find the problem. Let's find the real cause as to why things aren't working for you. And then let's move forward to create the life that you actually really want a joyful, loving, passionate, excited, happy relationship. I love what you said earlier, Christina, that relationships are a mirror into your own trauma. And I think if if you two are able to help expose and, and really dig deep into people's uh, rooted, deep rooted beliefs and, and help them dig them out and just put them in the burn pile. Um, I think people's lives will definitely be 100% transformed. Yeah, no doubt. I agree. Guys, I am looking forward to seeing what you guys produce in this. I'm going to sign up for this. You can head over to makeovermarriage.com. It's going to be a free seminar Thursday, August 26th. So if you're hearing this after the fact, Vince, is there going to be a a replay available? Absolutely. We'll definitely have the replay available on that website where you can opt in and watch the replay. And for your listeners only, Uh this actually won't be available anywhere else. We talked about this. So on the night of the webinar, um, if someone decides that they want to move forward and go into more intense training with us. Obviously the webinar is free, yours to keep. You're going to get two gifts when you opt in to watch the webinar. Those are free of charge as well. But if you decide that the time is now and you want to go on a deeper level in your marriage and coach one-on-one with Christina and I and go through our course, we're going to offer your listeners a coupon code that's only good for this show. And we, when we make offers, one of the things that we're going to do is there going to be one-time offers available mm-hmm. and they're going to change constantly. Um, this will be special for your listeners. If they use a uh, new normal, 
So all capital letters, new normal as a coupon code, we're going to go ahead and give them $250 off. What? Was that genuine surprise? Was that a genuine shock? It literally was genuine shock because like we talked about giving your listeners a discount. However, we didn't talk about the amount. And I have to tell you something about my husband as much as I love him. He he can be a little stingy. <laughs> so it totally took me by surprise. And Amazing. it's a very generous offer. And yeah. So if you ever want a discount, come to me. Don't talk to Vince about it. <laughs> this is actually surprising. Yeah. Wow. I love it. So $250 off on the night of the webinar. So if they they watch this on Thursday, the 26th, and they go through the the course and they love it and they want to join up with us. They put in a coupon code new normal, all caps. They'll get an additional $250 off of our, of our webinar price, if that makes sense. So obviously when you run a webinar and anyone who knows you, you do offer discounts at night. So in addition to what we're going to offer, this is another $250 wow. off just for your listeners. That's huge. So it's going to be, it's, it's a huge discount for your listeners only. That's amazing. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. So if, if you are interested, go over to makeovermarriage.com. It's got a video on there that you can watch and, and understand what you're getting yourself into. The webinar itself, uh, hopefully you're hearing this before the 26th. Today's the 19th. We're going to get the show edited and out there ASAP to get that out uh, to as many people as possible. But Thursday, August 26th at 730 Central Standard yep. Time. That's when this free webinar is going to take place. Vince, you heard it straight from his mouth. New normal, all caps, new normal is the discount to get an additional $250 off the course price, which obviously took Christina by surprise. So that's that's so incredibly <laughs> generous. Thank you so much. If you guys are interested in learning the three secrets to creating happiness in your marriage without walking on eggshells. This is definitely a webinar that you want to sign up for. I personally know Vince and Christina. We have interactions almost weekly, depending on what the what the topic might be. It's if it's financials, if it's stocks, if it's crypto, we're constantly in communication. So I vouch for, for their credibility. We've gone through the same courses through Danny Johnson and uh, Hans Johnson. So I can vouch for their credibility when it comes to the passion, which you can clearly hear, especially from Christina, uh, that they have <laughs> for this topic. So I want to thank you guys so much for being a part of our episode today, for being part of our show. Christina, Vince, I want to encourage you to keep pushing, to keep being this power couple that you guys put yourself out there to be. I want to acknowledge your confidence, just absolute no holds bar confidence in the way that you deliver this information. And, and it is through that confidence that gives me the confidence to know that if I sign up for this webinar, that I'm truly going to get some value out of it. And then obviously going through the course, there's going to be some value to come out of that, helping not only myself from a personal development standpoint, but helping my marriage. I want to Absolutely. thank you. I want to thank both of you, Christina, you especially for your vulnerability. Vince, you and I talked about vulnerability in our episode, but Christina, I want to thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing your background and your passion and pursuit to help not only women, but other men in this 
unity of marriage and helping them get through there. And finally, I want to acknowledge your passion. I've, I've already hinted at it here just a little bit ago, but I want to acknowledge your passion, Christina, the passion in your voice, the inflection, the fire that is just brewing inside of you. Vince, I think you and I share very similar personalities where we tend to be just very cut and dry. We don't express too much emotion, but I want to acknowledge you for your vision and for sticking to that and for having the commitment and the wherewithal to make your marriage the best marriage possible so that you could fulfill your destiny, fulfill your calling from God, from your higher power to help other people. Because we are, uh, we are in a pandemic of relationships. You know, we can talk about the pandemic that we're in currently from a, from a health standpoint, but from a physical, spiritual, mental, and relationship standpoint, we are in a pandemic of marriages falling apart people not knowing who to turn to uh, because we're, we're getting so many voices from social media, from talking heads on mainstream media, from our own family, from our friends. We are just drowning in information, but we lack so much wisdom. So I want to thank you guys so much for being a part of this episode. I hope you are encouraged to continue your, your drive in the makeover marriage and to our listeners. I hope you are encouraged to sign up for this, regardless of the discount. I don't think you can truly put a price tag on helping your marriage get to the next level and helping your marriage or repairing your marriage, I should say, if it's down in the dumps, if it's not where you want it to be. Guys, I'm going to give you each 30 seconds. If you have anything that you want to close with, the floor is yours. Vision, guys, it's all about your vision. And, it, and that's the key word, whether it's marriage, which is so vital to your life, fitness, finances, parenting, really, really, really get a solid vision for your life. And if you need help with that, reach out and we can help you with that as well. But for me, it comes down to vision. I'll just leave it with that. That's awesome, babe. Um, for me, listen, we, we've all wasted way too much time. We've wasted too much time on things that we don't want to happen in our life. We focused on so many things that have brought us down, brought us fear, brought us anxiety, brought us depression, brought us so many things that are not serving you. And the time is really now to make a change for your life. And whether it's with us or whether it's with somebody else or what, I don't care where you go. I would say with us because we are a good people, but <laughs> there's lots of other good people out there who want to serve you, who want to help you, who want to love you, who want to help you bring life into the way that it's supposed to be the way that it's meant to be. So if you're tired of waiting, if you're tired of living your life in depression, anxiety, fear, unhappiness, strife, um, anger, all of the things that they just keep coming up, go find somebody who you can trust, who yeah. you, who you can look up to, who has the things that you want and go like take a program, invest in yourself because you're worth it. That's what changed everything for us. Guys, this is how, you know, you're onto something really yep. good because the exactly. enemy tries to shut you down three times in one podcast. I've literally 
never had this many problems on my podcast with my internet <laughs> cutting off. So I know I'm onto something good. You guys are onto something good. Uh, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I'm assuming this is some sort of crazy, just conspiracy. <laughs> They're trying to shut <laughs> this message down. Uh, Vince, I asked you this question on our last podcast and, and I'm going to throw this one at you, both of you. And so take a, take a second for both of you to come up with this answer. If you had access to a billboard and you had to get one message out there, what would be that message? Hmm. Billboard message. Yep. If you, you, if you had the busiest highway, it's, it's I-10 in Houston, or it's, you know, whatever major Metro highway that someone has access to, it goes cross state. You have access to this billboard. Uh, it doesn't have to be very wordy because obviously you're trying to catch someone's attention really quickly. You want them to know what makeover marriage is all about. What is, what is that message? Gosh, without having a few words, I would say, and I hope I'm not stealing your answer, but Christine, I would say the time is now. I was just going to say <laughs> life, life is now. Mm. Life is now. We get one life. Yep. Life is now. So meaning like if your marriage or whatever area of life that needs improvement, you need to start today. It's not next week. It's not when you hit rock bottom. It's not if then, then that, all that stuff. No, start now. The time is now. You're not, you're not even promised tomorrow. And that's why, Wow. and without getting into it too deep, that's why we're here in Boise, Idaho, because I'm not guaranteed next year. Like I want to live my life now and experience things now. So we made this decision and here we are. Are we crazy? Probably, but we're living life and we love it. And there's passion and love. And, and Christina hit it already. We didn't have one argument coming out here, which isn't normal. So take it for what it's worth. Like we're just, we know we're on the right path. So Thank the time you. is now. Makeovermarriage.com. That's going to be with Vince and Christina Shirey, our guest today. Thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you for your, your passion, your confidence, your vulnerability, and for sharing a piece of your vision, helping us learn the secrets to creating a happy marriage. Christina, I think we're going to have you on all by yourself next time. We're going to complete this trilogy of the Shirey, uh, the Shirey trilogy, as we'll call it, um, where, where I think we can definitely speak to specifically our, our female audience. If you're up for that, I'd love to have you back on. Vince, thank you so much for being a guest for a second time in a row. I look forward to continuing our relationship as brothers and uh, just getting the message out there and helping other people. Thanks for having us. Heck yeah, we love it. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of anything you're a part of. So thank you for having us. Thank you so much. And for all of our listeners, thank you so much for listening. If you find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever it is, please consider subscribing, reviewing, leaving your comments on our Facebook page, wherever you find this. And don't forget, you got a $250 discount using New Normal when you head over to makeovermarriage.com. Sign up for the webinar that night. It's good for that night only. So I strongly suggest that you take care of, uh, or you take advantage of that. But until next time, Welcome to the new normal. <laughs>